0: are back back in a new room I'm in a new uh I'm in a new room this week Patrick how are you
1: I'm great and you know I couldn't I couldn't tell sounds just as good as the old room
0: ooh crystal clear I, I do um I'm a little bit like against a door so you may hear a little bit of knocking sorry mm. in advance um not a problem great show for you as always uh we We'll be talking about coconuts, trying to figure out Ben, uh, doing all of that before peanut butter chocolate time. But first, we a little bit overplayed what was going to happen with this serotonin reaction. I feel like, uh, off the bat, she we. I mean, I thought I was like, here we are, Devin and Pat Pulse of Survivor Nation. As always uh, locked in friends of the pod know it well appreciate you um donations are open Venmo got nothing for you and then uh maybe thirty seconds later uh, so Tony gets shit on literally uh, and then everything's better <laughs> like they were they were best friends like thirty seconds later it it was like akin to there's a scene in the notebook where he's she talks about how they fight all the time and he's like yeah and i tell you when you're a pain in the ass and then you your like uh emotions have like a three second rebound rate or like a rebound rate of like a three-year-old or something like that it was all i could think of with sarah i was like oh that was you just need you just need to get that off your chest do you need a bottle like and 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 like not that she didn't have a right to be mad i thought she had a huge right to be upset so it was just it was just interesting to me that like i wonder I don't know. I, I like. I wonder what the what happened there. If, if she just identified that Tony's still her best path forward, or or what? What do you think?
1: I think it has to be. And I think looking around, you know, she she seems to be loyal, maybe to a fault with Tony. You know, I don't see I don't see her winning with Tony at the end, but I also don't see her right now voting him off. So I, I'm I'm hoping for her sake that she's able to kind of be willing to betray Tony. Um, but, but I don't mean, Tony, did, did you buy that Tony sunk Sarah's game? Cause I don't know that she wins sitting next to Sophie either. Um, so I'm interested. I, I just can't really wrap my head around what is Sarah's best path forward other than taking out Tony. You know what I mean? Uh, and yeah. Maybe she's just waiting I, for that chance. Cause he keeps winning.
0: I think until, I think the last two episodes have changed. What my take would have been um but my take would have been i don't think anyone was gonna beat sophie and now the last two episodes i think tony probably the only person that that beats sophie um so in in a certain way i think that he did her a favor i just like i mean obviously that's not how we could approach that conversation um (laughs) tough analogy it just it feels like a borderline like I don't want to say abusive, but I want to say unhealthy, like an unhealthy relationship, like one that she just keeps going back to and it it just doesn't ever, 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 like feel like it's going to work out for her. Um, So I I think that she probably saw that as like her best path forward. And I think there were things throughout the rest of the episode that showed that Tony wants to continue to work with Sarah and keep her around and we can get into those. But I, I, I think... To give her credit, if, if that's what I wanted to do, I would say she assessed the situation and said, look, I got it off my chest and like keeping up with this uh, outburst or I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Um, keeping up with this like reaction is is not going to help me. I've seen this a, a number of times. Let's let's reel it in. Uh, there will be another day for that and work with Tony for now. And then hopefully. Uh, I can find a way to best him and and move on to to the final. The thing that I I hope doesn't happen is that she just thinks that she can go forward with Tony. If if Sarah wants to win the game, she's gonna have to make a move, and I feel like that's the biggest move that she's gonna be able to make.
1: Yeah, I I, I don't think sitting. I mean, it, it will depend on who the third person is as well, but um, I mean, I, it, it would be it would be hard for her to shake the perception that. Um, you know, Tony blindsided her number one, and then she just fell into Tony's pocket. I feel like that would be a tough thing for her to to, to convince the jury of otherwise. Uh, but to, to your point, we have to give her credit. How many times do we berate people from coming back from tribal council, being way too emotional, and sinking their own game? Um, she recovered from that quickly. Obviously, Tony had the numbers. He just pulled off a blindside. So maybe that's the right person to side with. Uh, and mm-hmm. so I think you definitely do have to give her credit for in the short term recognizing her place in the game and needing to work with Tony for for at least this next vote and and then reassess it kind of on a larger larger scale while you stay alive. I think the the quick trigger response then puts you right back on the chopping block. And and she didn't do that. So all all yeah, credit to yeah. Sarah there.
0: We're getting to this point where every vote is going to be super fluid, so there may well be an organic opportunity that she gets pulled into something to get rid of Tony and I think I think she just figures or I hope and and I believe that, that she sort of figures, like, let's just get under the wing for a little bit more because he will keep me safe. And then when I have my opportunity, I mean, he has to know I'm going to take it. Because if he can look me in the eyes and say, look, or, or I forget if he said this in a confessional if he said it to her. Look, this is war. I'm playing the game, too. Like, buck up. Um, which props to Tony for having that take, too. I, um, that, that I hope she has, like, a similar sort of thought and, and, and sort of just stores that one in her back pocket.
1: Yeah, it was it was... It was a good move for Tony's game, and it was a shit move for Sarah's game. And now she's trying to work with the guy who – I mean, I I think she knows that, like, it it was a a fine move for Tony, but it was – if Tony really cared about Sarah, would he have made that move? I mean, that's irrelevant. The game's about winning on your own. So I think that she's smart enough to realize that, and, you know, it's not personal. He didn't put her name down. To Tony's credit, he only ever put her name down one time, and that was after – Sarah had flipped on him. So, I mean, Tony's never, never thrown the first stone in their relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, directly, at least. This is obviously an d- indirect you know, stone throw, if you will. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's a tense relationship, but I, I, I think that there's just, there's some underlying trust there. There has to be for them to keep going back to the same, the same well.
0: It feels brother-sisterly, doesn't it?
1: It does, because they're always at each other's throat, but they're it's always like- got each other's
0: back like you can it's very easy to imagine her strangling him. <laughs> right. And it's very easy right. to imagine Tony and said, like, "Sarah, look, what are you doing?" Yeah, yeah, or like Tony looking at the camera like <laughs> just like, well, "What are you going to do?" like as she's doing it. Yeah. Oh, that's good. For sure, um, for sure.
1: And they've yeah, they they they're they're good. I did I did find it I I, I can't remember if at this point was it was it this episode or the previous one where um you know sarah basically said like our entire relationship is over if you ever write my name down i got an absolute (laughs) kick out of that because i think it means nothing to tony if he has to do it
0: no yeah i I think he'd be
1: really really sorry about it but if he had to do it he would do it
0: i yeah i mean he's a family guy he's 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 the person that's gonna look at her at the end of the day and say hey you or two million dollars for my two kids (laughs) right um So take a quick pause from the the game game and just talk about um, uh, Edge of Extinction uh, where we had a similar challenge to one we've seen earlier this season where they had to fetch coconuts from the other side of the island and bring them back. And the first six people got uh, a quantity of fire tokens. Um, Notable things here are one, obviously... That Natalie is a, a beast still remains such to this day. But two, remarkable, good for so man, keep it right up with that. And like, I mean, this is shitty, but just like based on like body type, like holy fuck, how did she keep? She was right on her tail.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if they're getting um, more or less rations on the edge versus the main island. Or if Sophie's just a, you know, just a badass endurance runner. Sophie, did, Sophie's intense in challenges, though. She always has been. It's just, this is a, it's a way different one. They don't yeah. do real, like, stamina. Well, at least kind of like cardio versions of stamina challenges really that often anymore. They used to have them, like, run, just like run a quarter mile on the beach to go get your next clue. Uh, but they don't really do stuff like that anymore. So it's nice yeah. to see people just, like, out there, like, running and trekking and, I really just thought they were just trying to exhaust the uh, the people on the edge one more time before the return challenge just to make mm-hmm. it even more epic.
0: Yeah, totally. Totally agree. Um, the other uh, thing that brought me a tremendous amount of joy was the uh, total haplessness of, of Adam. So if we could spend the next 20 to 35 minutes uh, discussing that, I think <laughs> that the viewers really appreciate
1: it. <laughs> I think the viewers got enough of, uh, of you digging into Adam for, for minor offenses, the um, no. What did, the, he, what did he do? Was he just was he just like not giving a he,
0: shit? He he literally had a confessional where he was like, "Talk about not my game." Which uh, we, we are fans of um, people that can look look inward and identify their own flaws and critique themselves. Yeah. So that was good. But there was a point where oh shoot, I I forget if it was Rob or Wendell like hopped a gap uh over two rocks yeah <laughs> and he was just like what how and like i mean it, again like same thing's always true uh of what is uh an impressive athletic achievement in in normal day-to-day life versus one uh after you're like literally starving to death um i think that one is one that's probably much more impressive if you're starving to death uh but Right. I mean, it seemed pretty run of the mill. Like Wendell uh, is certainly an athletic dude, but not like in the best shape in the world. <laughs> I just was like, really? That's what's blowing your mind. It was like a it
1: was like a four four foot gap. I think the yeah. riskiness of doing it on potentially wet rocks maybe that's a ups the ante. But yeah, the the leap in and of itself was um, just it seemed rather pedestrian. Looked like he skipped. Yeah. yeah, just
0: like a little a little hop, yeah. So, um, um, well, we had, uh, well, Rob busted his elbow up. Did you think for a second he was gonna tap out?
1: Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, it's kind of setting that up. They made it. Yeah, they made it seem like you know he was like i because they, cause they set it up for like really hurt my arm and I tried to power on and then the pain was just unbearable and then like he just kept going. And
0: it was like oh he finished it anyway. It made it seem like oh
1: <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that um. Uh,
1: that annoyed me a little bit. Him finishing the, the race despite having lost like hours prior.
0: Yeah, that was uh, that was that was a cry for attention. Or like, well, when we watch this with the girls, I can point to it and like, well, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like maybe the girls would want you to preserve your energy for the uh, challenge that determines whether or not you again get a chance to win two million dollars.
1: Right. Uh yeah, yeah, I think I mean Wendell, I, th- I think it was Wendell who said he's just like yeah, he's just got a lot of pride. That's yeah. all I mean yeah, do well, I guess I don't really knock him too much for it, but it's just like his yeah, pride's getting in the way of probably the more sensible thing to do.
0: Sure, sure, sure. But sure. I think it's he's
1: he's feeding into the uh the character of Boston Rob, if not just the person there. Like raising like kind of the the stubbornness that comes with him.
0: Yeah, I can appreciate that. Uh do you think this is the last uh major thing that we see happen on the edge?
1: Um major thing probably. They might do like a little kind of, you know, find a find something in the rock wall, kind mm-hmm. of a scavenger hunt type thing. I don't yeah. think they have them do anything this physically enduring until the uh until the final
0: challenge. okay Well, uh then let's put A pin in uh the Edge of Extinction as well and and work our way back to the island where we had a little bit more of what we were talking about last week with with Ben um and his relationships on the island both uh with jeremy and and tony and i I guess first things first they they kind of cut back to a uh an immunity idol hunt where uh there was one played the previous night so there's another one out in the wild everyone's looking for it and the way the edit was going i was like ah damn ben's gonna find it and and not that i'm not a fan of ben although he like falls in my rankings weekly at this point um I just wanted yeah. like Jeremy to find it. Basically, I wanted Jeremy to find it. Um, but yeah. as he found it, he tried to do what's probably an instinctual thing, right? Like he tried to hide it for a sec. He just tried to do that to the absolute wrong person. Uh, what would you make of him trying yeah. to hide the idol from Tony? I, I don't.
1: I, I don't hate it at all. I don't hate it at all. If you get away with it, you get away with it. If not, you can say, "Look, dude, it's an idol. I was just it was just a first reaction," which is what he did. And Tony, Tony, I think was just trying to like guilt ben i don't think tony thought anything of it either know, he was like it makes me feel like i don't trust you but it kind of sounded like a little patronizing you know just kind of a little bit more gameplay from tony there uh i don't hate ben been tucking it away i think so, that's the, the smart move just try and get away with it
0: yeah the reason i bring that up is because i think that is something that tony is so good at i think that little thing where he catches you in something and then he's and then like. I don't know. I can't even explain it. He like gives you an out but also lets you know you fucked up and this is something that he has on you, but he does it in such a way where he doesn't make you feel like immediately he's a threat to you. I I, I don't know. Am I am I communicating that effectively? Yeah, I think
1: yeah, he 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 has a I mean, I don't even know if it's a social social game like i think a social game is is better than it may appear but i don't think it's kind of in those elite elite categories but his perceptiveness is off the charts i think that he he picks up on things and he's willing to act on things and i mean this is he's just watching somebody find an idol here i'm more speaking towards you know uh body language or later in this episode when he's reading nick or previous episodes where you know, he's just kind of sensing that, you know, Jeremy's weak and I got a shot at Sophie. Like, I think he's very observant and very opportunistic. Uh, and so I don't, I, don't, I, I don't know that I necessarily agree on the social game here uh, as far as like a, you know, I, I don't know if he does anything to Ben. You know what I mean? I don't think he kind of pulls Ben in more. I think kind of the idol, that information being shared, you know, Tony, Ben knowing that Tony knows he has an idol, is important for Ben to now keep Tony close. Uh, I don't really think the hiding it or that conversation about hiding it really changes too much, but uh, I might be, might be writing that off. I I may,
0: yeah, I may want to give him too much credit. I just think he does these little things where he identifies moments that he like stores for, for the dark, cold months. Like in case he's up against a wall, like, don't forget Ben, we have that idol like this, that, and the other thing. And just, I I, don't like, like the way, like psychologically that, Uh, That Ben finding it went down, like it it calls back to something in Ben's mind when it comes to a point where he might use it or it comes to a point that Tony's in trouble. Uh, Even like little things with Nick where he's like, oh, oh, okay, you didn't remember? Oh, all right, yeah, no, whatever. Oh, but it was her? Okay, okay, cool. Well, that's good for me to know. But yeah, oh, it's funny you didn't remember though. But all right, okay, all right, we can move on. It's fine. Like just those little things I think are, are, are. Right. I don't know. I, I, it, it's just like he does it in a way where he can get away with it that I don't think like other people can. Even as I'm saying it, I can hear like people being like, "Yo, oh, Devin, you're giving him too much credit," but I don't think I'm giving him too much credit. I think I'm giving him just the amount of credit that he deserves. Yeah, no, it's it's it, it's
1: fair enough. It's fair enough. I, I, it's it's a very it's a very subtle thing, and I think it speaks to kind of the it's where the results will kind of validate that argument. Um, mm-hmm. Because on his season, you might say, like, oh, he doesn't really have, like, it looks like he's just, on, not his season, the season that he won, uh, you know, he was kind of, you know, episode to episode, and you're like, this guy's, you know, he's got to be next, he's got to be next, he's got to be next. But he's always on the right side of the vote. He's always able to pull people in. He's always able to swing things the direction he wants. To your point, I think that's got to be a uh, a testament to his social game in some degree, his ability to kind of, like, put pins in relationships and swing votes the way that he needs them to go. That would be, I, I, I would, I could justify that. I don't know if I'm all the way there yet though.
0: Yeah. Well, um, we will take a look at it and uh, readdress whether I was right or wrong. Nothing, nothing if not fair, as we always say. So uh, if I what do you, to be right. What did you probably. make of him?
1: Oh, God, I was just going to say, what do you make of, because the, the other thing in that relationship is um, Tony revealed the Ben that he had tonight. So, I mean, I, I was surprised Tony did that, to be honest with you. Uh, I wanted to kind of get your your take on that information sharing. So, I mean, it definitely speaks to his relationship with Ben, but...
0: Yeah, so there... Oh, as the uh, horn beeps outside, that's that's a great look. Sorry, podcast. That's <laughs> um, for... Um, Engineer Jake will take that out. <laughs> as, um... He's any good at his job. As I would say that uh, one, one side... One I have Tony's social game, to me is 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 good. You know what? I think this is. Sorry, I think this. Is, I think someone purposely set off their car alarm because it's seven o'clock and they're thanking the uh, the healthcare workers.
1: Oh no, kidding! Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a celebration more than anything.
0: This is fantastic. This is great. This this is this is totally fixable <laughs> in post. Um, so it's on on the one side where I would say absolutely, um, his his social game is a. Uh, he has aspects of his social game that are that are great um the, the other side i would say I, I felt like the ben giving the idol information was a little bit of an overplay um i don't i just don't see necessarily how that serves him um and mm-hmm. and it felt like he saw what happened to him and sarah at tribal and he was like here are some relationships that i need to like firm up a little bit um and, and so he gave a little bit too much information to ben and i think he was always going to give it to sarah because i think it's important to him to to try to work with sarah as long as she's. She's willing to. I do I do think he enjoys and likes Sarah. But for, for Ben, I guess I don't know. Um maybe we know more about how much of a wild card Ben is than Tony does at, at this point in time, but uh just just I felt like a, a little bit of an overshare and something that I'm not really sure how I see uh helps him in the long term.
1: I think that the only the only thing for me is he could you know, by sharing that information, maybe he pulls Ben a little bit closer, uh which allows him to then you know, take Ben out when the opportunity presents itself at smaller numbers. Maybe he thinks Ben's somebody that he can manipulate into a vote or you know vote with him, and just by giving him information, that's all he needs. And then Ben's a number for him. Uh, yeah, but ben, I guess the yeah, other, I, do agree. I think Ben's just a little more of a wild card.
0: Yeah, I guess the other side of it is that like I feel like it doesn't really matter what their relationship is. Like, given what Tony's done so far, like the second that someone comes to Ben and says, "Well, what if we get Tony out?" He's gonna be like, "Uh, no, yeah, yeah, okay, I'll do that."
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think now the best move for anybody not named Tony is getting rid of Tony. You know, I think that's, you know, Sophie was somebody you didn't want to sit ne- next to at the end, and I think now Tony is, Tony is in that category as well. Um, and I don't know that there's too many others who I, I would say I don't want to sit next to right now. You know, I think that everybody else is beatable uh, with yeah. the right game over the next you know couple of episodes. Uh, right. I don't know that Tony is for everyone else.
0: No, I totally, totally agree. Um, the the other side of Ben that I wanted to talk about was this like continued uh, I petulance. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Yeah, he, uh, him, his relationship with Jeremy, and and the re- one of the reasons it's interesting to me is because like I've been that person that just like doesn't want it to like has somebody that, that I'm just like ah, I'm not about that person. Like I don't want to talk to that person. I don't want to be anywhere near that person. And I can tell you that at 30 years old. 95% of the time that you sit, 99% of the time that you sit down and talk to that person, it's not as bad and they're not as bad as you have made them up to be in, in, in your mind. And like, right. dude, it's $2 million. Like, what's the worst thing in the world that Jeremy, who probably already knows for sure that you want to vote him out ASAP, thinks that maybe you guys are a little bit closer and, and, and maybe maybe pulls a punch on you uh when he could vote you out earlier ben like i just i i i struggle so hard to see the benefit of treating jeremy like a redheaded stepchild
1: it's i think that in terms of like you don't have to entertain you have to entertain his ideas you don't have to take anything he says seriously but like giving somebody the silent treatment is like i mean it is it's just so childish and i don't i mean maybe if you believe jeremy will sink his own game by kind of going into a spiral which you know jeremy is becoming a little bit more sassy over the last couple episodes so maybe there's some argument he made there but that's i mean yeah i i don't see a i don't see a way that that really really works for ben
0: i don't uh, i don't know that i've ever wanted anyone don't. to lie more in my entire life <laughs> like just lie to Jeremy. And ben, just well, just lie to him so you can yeah, have I mean, a good conversation
1: yeah, maybe he just has a, a a very rigid honor code and just really struggles with lying. And just if he's like, if I don't talk to you, I don't have to lie to you. Maybe that's it. But it's he's playing the wrong game if that's the case.
0: <laughs> maybe, yeah. Uh, we'll we'll see. We will see what happens with that. Uh, I I do wonder if that ends up being a fatal flaw one way or another. The thing you can say for sure is that if he gets Jeremy out, Ben sure as hell is not getting that vote for two million dollars.
1: Right, right, even if you play, cause he doesn't yeah i i yeah, he he doesn't have the game yet at least, uh, and I would say that he's probably unlikely to uh where he's an undeniable winner, and so you oh, yeah. allow some of that behavior to say that's that's a you don't even have to say you're immature, you can say that is a bad social game, and I right. don't think that you're stretching it right It's part of you know part of the game
0: yeah that um that is that is that is true uh let's. Let's jump into uh, the challenge, which saw our first three-peat of the season uh, by Mr. Mister Tony. Um, before we jump into the peanut butter and chocolate, a, a little bit of controversy uh, pulled up by Chaos Cass, uh, if you remember her from Kagai On. of Of course, of course. Tony, slight arm bend in this challenge. No other contestant really had a slight arm bend um it was it was more or less uh in my opinion made to be a moot point by um i, I know him you love him our our good friend zeke um where mm. cass's point was production was helping tony by saying oh we'll just give you a little extra slack so you can bend your arm which i maintain i don't think is really a huge advantage but um Zeke came in over the over the top rope on Twitter uh, to lay the law down saying we had a number of these challenges when I played and uh, on some of them they measured our arm length and on some of them they measured us by height I would be willing to bet based on some slight arm bends and other people that this was one uh, that was measured by by height and that Tony just happens to have longer arms than the average Joe. Mm. unclear if that was a, a, a veiled shot at calling tony a knuckle dragger by zeke but um i think it will stand the test of time because i i can't imagine that they stacked the deck at a challenge like that so bad for tony
1: yeah keep in keep in mind um cas Cass and tony have a history they were on that Kageon season together and they were uh um, yeah. also on the game changer season i believe so they have, um, they have some history between them two, so I, I, I'm, I'm sure she's out there looking for problems. Not like Malcolm oh. supports his, his winners.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, the total, total vibe I got was that she was trying to uh, just throw some shade on Tony. Uh, she, she was not yep. none too happy about the, the uh, arc that we've seen in the last two episodes. Mm. Um, so early in the challenge, Ben asks uh, for peanut yes. butter, chocolate, and cookies. Jeff says, no way. You've been up there for 32 seconds. Uh, ben promptly <laughs> loses. And then eight seconds later, Jeff comes out with peanut butter, chocolate, and cookies. You could not have scripted it better. Mm, what a delicious yeah. moment that was.
1: It was incredible. Absolutely incredible. In the, just the fact that it was exactly what Ben asked for, I am... I am unwilling to believe that it was anything more than pure coincidence. There was no scripting, production, anything that went into that. That was pure happenstance, and it led to a glorious, glorious moment where Ben had to just look at how giant that plate was, knowing that he couldn't have any. <laughs> and Nick just it was shoveling beautiful.
0: it down his gullet.
1: <laughs> oh. After, um, um, I mean, we do need to talk about it. We had three people in, with eight people left in the game. Two immunity idols up for grabs. Quit to give to get food.
0: So, uh, I, I think it will do nothing for him in the long term. But nothing if not fair. Uh, I will give Nick a little bit of credit. Really? He had okay. I'd like to hear this. No business getting a fire token from Tony. I felt like he was falling as he negotiated for one fire token from Tony to quote unquote throw the challenge. But he made something out of nothing. He got a fire token and got to eat while well, Tony won immunity. But the other two that jumped off was uh, Michelle and Kim, right?
1: Uh, yes, Kim and uh, then Michelle in yeah. that order. So Michelle was the one who uh, effectively relinquished immunity to Denise. Um, Kim stepped
0: off a little early, earlier, but not much. It seemed like they all went in quick succession. Yeah, so there's, there's my credit to Nick. Um, and then the, the other two, I just mean, <laughs> when did, when were you positive that that was going to sink, Kim? Um, I, don't I, mm.
1: I don't know that I ever was. I don't know that I ever was. Uh, I probably should have been because Michelle and Nick seem to have fallen off the radar in terms of potential votes. And I always say, if you quit an immunity challenge, you should go home. You know, just if you quit for food or you quit, if you quit for something that indicates you feel safe, I think the game naturally punishes those moves. Mm-hmm. Um, that happened again here today. Maybe that's just confirmation bias, but it just seems like a, I mean, may, maybe I'm just completely underestimating how, you know, hungry these people are and how desperate they are for that. And, you know, if you think you have a good plan going in or you have a good, you have the numbers, then maybe you can risk it and it's just an impulse. but. It just seems so short sighted to me. It really does, and it, <laughs> was, it, it bit Kim. Maybe it didn't bite Kim. Maybe Denise was going to stay up there for
0: hours. But right? There was I there think was there's some
1: karmic element
0: to it. Something in her eyes, or I was like, oh, there was no way that she wasn't going to. Uh, she wasn't going for that peanut butter. She she just the way she was looking at it. I was like, Oof, man, I wish Jeremy would look at me like that. <laughs> yeah they got down they got down quick
1: and it was it seemed like as soon as one person did it the others felt validated in their reasoning to do it yeah you know, nick was, it was just like I'll,
0: let me do it i know it was, it was like mom did it so michelle could do it and then nick was like well fuck i want to hang out with kim um and yeah <laughs> it was so funny that as they're just like throwing it in their down their gullets denise was like wait that's it And and like like <laughs> obviously she's more than welcome and justified to celebrate, but like her her celebration almost felt a little forced because she's just like over the course of thirty seconds, like went from a, a hotly contested immunity to having won it. And she was like, oh what? Oh yeah. 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 And then she started jumping up and down and like fist bumping and stuff. And then Tony was like, oh all right, hey, cool. I'm I'm used to this now. <laughs> like it just the attention was so right. much on the peanut butter thing. And I felt like edit wise, that was why I was like, oh the narrative's really gonna push this.
1: Yeah, uh, I, mean, it, it, I mean, literally, you had what three out of eight people step out of the challenge, who are immune, so half the voting pool are people that quit. So it had to, it had to pop up. Um, you didn't, you didn't think there was um, anything from Nick's end about. Was there anything intentional on Nick's end about protecting Tony? Anything because the plan was to go Tony, so he beats Tony, they vote Tony, um, and he obviously quit. Do you think that there's something with his in his kind of alliance with Tony. Is is there anything to that? Or am I reading too much into
0: it? Uh, Nothing, nothing, if not fair, if you want to do those mental gymnastics, you can uh, excuse me from wanting to work up a sweat with you. I think that is absolute hogwash.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I was, I I, I don't, I don't think so. (laughs) Um, I think he was hungry.
0: Yeah, I I think he was hungry too. This
1: is not a very, this, this episode was not a, um, not a showcase for Nick. Let's just put it that way. I don't think it was his best uh, best showing, but on the right side of the votes yet again. So, <laughs> to,
0: on he goes to your grave. Um, so politicking, all of this, all of that. Did you understand Tribal? And are you kind of as sick of live tribals as I am? Um this
1: this live Tribal look. I'm I'm never gonna. I can't blame somebody for scrambling until the last minute. Um, I wish, I wish people were content enough in their plans to not engage and just let it be the one crazy person or the two crazy people. But it gets to the point where everybody feels like, well, if I'm not talking, I'm falling behind. Mm-hmm. I think even Wendell was from the jury was saying like, keep talking, Nick, or something, something like that, making sure like he's always getting the most up to date information. So. It seems like if that's the game that's going to be played, you got to do it. But I'm I'm souring on it. I'm, I, call me old-fashioned, but I like people that go into Tribal Council with a plan, keep their mouth shut, and then let the blind side be something that, that was formed in a relationship, not something that was formed uh, at, at Tribal Council.
0: Yeah, but there's just, there's, just a just tenseness. there's just a tenseness to those ones where they don't talk, and like you know there's a plan that's like, oh, did the editor show us this one, or did they not, or this or that, or the other thing? And right, I just—it's—it's it's like I would say like small C critique, but it—it um, it is my probably biggest critique of of this season so far. Uh, the the only thing that I haven't like loved, and and really it wasn't until this week that it started to get to me. Um, we did have a little bit of a moment with with Jeremy and Denise, and it it all, it did seem to me for a second like Jeremy may have been trying to help Denise out. Um, but she she had just – and I think, I mean, if I'm saying I was fed up with it, I can't imagine how much she was. Um, it, it did seem like she was fed up, like rightfully so, and just like wanted to get, get straight to the vote.
1: Yeah, I, I, I didn't love that from Jeremy, uh, to be honest with you. It kind of felt like he was talking down to her. Uh, really? And I didn't think he really that's, – that's how I read it. It, it. You know, just kind of like, you know, that necklace only saves you for a week or something like that. Kind of like a threatening – like you're not gonna talk to me, you know, that you're next kind of thing. Maybe it maybe it's true, but it just it, it was um I didn't think it was a very uh a very good moment uh from him. But again, everyone's scratching and clawing to the end. I'm sure it's water under the bridge in a in a really tense moment. Yeah. You know, there's whoever whoever stays alive, you know, that's one in seven shot to win the game. Yeah. So when two million, I can't it's, it, I think it hopefully it's something that is, you know, they they can kind of bury and it was just like a tense moment oh I, to- I totally think that's but maybe the case.
0: i i just in the moment like i felt like it might have been a little olive branchy for jeremy setting himself up for the next vote so if you want to say it's i guess quote-unquote arrogant from that perspective i can or not, not that you're saying it's arrogant but just like quote-unquote like from a safe position to a not safe position like whatever um then then i can buy that i just like absolute in the moment was like like audibly that's a bad look like any in my mind, maybe this isn't how exactly it played out. In my mind, it was a snap and a finger in the face, and I was like, "Yeah, not bringing any other thing into it, other than one human doing that to another human. That is never a good look in my book." And I feel like, optically, things like that in front of the jury are just things that you need to kind of avoid doing. It was, it, and it was interesting to me that it came from Denise because it was like a very rare, unpolished moment from someone who I think is comes off as a, a stellar human.
1: Yeah, I, I, I would just completely disagree. I think so she had a pulse on a situation where it was just like enough is enough. Mm. And like she's someone who um, you know, probably doesn't reach that that level or that tone easily. And when she does, it carries more weight. That's kinda of how I took it to mean. Um and for me, I thought it was just Jeremy just scrambling until the end. I didn't think there was any posture and I think he was still just trying to figure out how everyone was voting, um, and knowing that he was one of the targets just trying to get a read on every single person. Um, I thought he was just, I, I mean, I, I don't blame him for doing it, but he took it too far for Denise. And then, yeah, I think the, the, the comments from him afterward, you know, not, not, th- th- I don't, I don't really see what end that served for him. You know? Yeah. Just kind of, I think that was equally as, I, cause I, I I didn't think Denise's thing was really bad in front of the jury. I think I, I, I thought Jeremy's was, was probably worse in front of the jury, but um, yeah, maybe
0: Denise's thing was worse in front of America <laughs> than in front of the jury because I think people read a little too much into it uh and gave her some crap for it on 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 the twitters. Uh but oh yeah, I'm not yeah, I don't subscribe to that. At all. It was uh I I and I, and I didn't either. I just <laughs> like that there was any anything sort of um nefarious about it. I just in the moment. Yeah. Oof. And 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 um I mean, lucky for Jeremy that uh I guess well, I maybe like try and unpack the vote for me a little bit. Uh, typically, you're better at this, but I would say that vote went that way because Tony was the last person that happened to talk to Nick before <laughs> before Tribal Council. So what Tony heard was the most recent thing in Nick's head. So he was like, "Oh, okay, that's what I'll do this week."
1: Yeah, I mean, well, let's let's. Let's be real, he's on, the, he's on the right side of the vote yet again. Um, that's four straight for Nick, five straight for Tony being on the right side of the vote. So maybe their relationship runs a little deeper than uh, it seems. Though earlier in the episode, I mean, it's, it's an interesting vote because from De- so it was Denise, Kim, and Michelle went Jeremy. Uh, Michelle went Jeremy because she thought that's where the votes were going and she wanted to align herself with people. Gave Jeremy the advantage, hoping that he would you know use it well and vote out somebody that Michelle was actually aligning with. Michelle was just on on the wrong side of that again. Um and so Tony and Jeremy going Kim. I don't think we need to dive into that too deep. That makes, you know, complete sense. Um I think we might want to start asking the question, why does Tony want Jeremy around? Um he could have just buried him there, but he went after Kim. I mean, I think Kim's a threat as well. Um so the question for me is 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 Ben, Sarah, and um, and Nick, why the three of them went him instead of Jeremy. Ben, real surprise based on the earlier parts in the episode. Um, either that's a willingness to work with Tony, and Tony was kind of pushing that ag- agenda, or is he coming back to the table with Jeremy? I think it's probably the former. So I think yeah. Ben's trying to ingratiate himself with Tony. Maybe that's the point that you were making earlier about the idols and that exchange of information. Mm-hmm. Um, Sarah voting with Tony is probably just she's that's that's her guy that's that's the person despite what happened last week who she can trust the most not to write her name down not to be blindsided by and then nick maybe maybe he realized where the numbers were and wanted to be on the right side of the vote i i i I don't really see nick beating either kim or jeremy at this time so i don't really think it's a big you know which way he goes does not matter right he just didn't want to draw rocks um no. But I don't know. I really don't know how it all came together. It, it, it was, I think, fortunate from Jeremy. Um, his The the one thing I will give credit to Jeremy for in this episode, I, I don't think it was a very strong episode from him all in all. Um, I'm willing to go out on a limb and say that there's nobody better at not playing advantages or idols in Survivor history than Jeremy Collins. Mm. He sits on them with an impressive degree of accuracy.
0: A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I, I, um, I, I'm shocked that Ben jumped over as, as, as much as I started to feel the tide shift towards Kim, like in the moment I was like, oh dude, just flip it. It's not a guarantee anyway. Holy crap. Um, but I mean, yeah, the, the, the dude's gut is, is solid and, uh, I'm interested to see how that plays out. Is he giving that back to Michelle?
1: I think he has to, yeah. I think he absolutely has to, um, I mean, obviously he doesn't have to, but, uh. You know, him and Michelle have been tight the whole time. And you know, they they have a good relationship. And I, I think if he keeps it, he undoes all of that. And that with seven people left in the game, you don't want to be getting rid of somebody you can really rely on. Um, mm-hmm. so I think he absolutely gives it back. I, I still can't believe that he didn't play it. Um, I'm wondering if he did some some math and when Sarah said, you know, I don't need the idol means Sarah voted with Tony means that we probably have the votes on Kim. I don't know. Like, do you think he was because he seemed torn about whether or not to play it. Uh because we remember Tony vocally offered his idol to play for Sarah. Yeah. As well. I um Sarah said you don't need to do it. Yeah. Uh, it, it's I think it's, I don't know, an impressive an impressive job for 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 no advantages to be played in that live time. <laughs> totally. Sure.
0: I think the Tony uh or sorry the Sarah moment was was a big a big moment for uh the tribal I, i i do kind of think that that was part of of jeremy's calculus maybe i'm giving him too much credit uh but i yeah i absolutely thought that 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 may have played in um and i'm just i'm just super curious what where we go from here with jeremy um no no immunity idols played nothing else that he can sort of scour for short of something coming over from um the edge so we will have to uh we will have to wait and see um what happens next episode but it it, it certainly feels like targets will be sort of or, or, or guns will be sort of pointed at jeremy or or, or tony so um i will be i will yeah. be very interested to see how this one plays out i
1: think i think denise is going to be another one who's uh who's on the block um i think denise and ben are two wild cards to go on the block next week denise let's be real she she had probably at least a top three move on the season. It's been a while, but she's been kind of sleeping. But she's also won uh, two individual immunities at this point. Has to be considered a challenge threat. Uh, has to be considered somebody that is on the outs as far as the votes go. So that she fits the bill for someone. You know, a challenge right. threat. We have an easier vote to get rid of somebody that's not on our numbers. She's a threat there. And I think Ben's also a challenge threat and somebody that's a bit of a wild card to all those who are working with him. So now we're getting to the point where maybe you don't need those numbers. I could see that swinging. Um but yeah, the the public enemy number 1 2 is going to be Tony and Jeremy. Tony does have the immunity necklace which several people know, so you would think Jeremy oh. got got more work to do. Yet again,
0: give me give me Tony Jeremy Civil War. That'd be a fantastic episode.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you'd almost you'd almost have to hope Jeremy wins immunity. I just don't see how he's going to get votes without you know I, I i just think that jeremy is is an easy and smart vote for several people mm-hmm. so i i i don't see him whipping votes in his favor without the security blanket of the necklace right.
0: fair point fair point uh so we'll see i mean we will see what happens uh with with all of this and 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 maybe maybe if we do get a civil war maybe it's something where there's a lot of casualties and and sarah's standing on top of the mountain i think uh, if if the two of them are removed, we have a lot of different ways that the end of uh, the end of this season could go, and uh, it hasn't disappointed thus far. We also have someone coming back in, so uh, I'm excited. At some point, excited, yeah. excited, excited to see how uh, it plays out. Um, in terms of uh, of a power move, what do we what do we got going on this week, Pat? Anything cooking?
1: You know, I'm actually gonna. Um in, in, in spite of the, um, what I think was a, an overall down of an episode, and I'll let you agree or disagree, I'm going to give the power move to Jeremy for not playing his advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, still, still pulled three votes. Uh, man, it's it just a ballsy, ballsy move to not play the, uh, the advantage.
0: Totally. Uh, I, I, I'm shocked Absolutely. that he didn't do it. Absolutely powerful. Um, totally, totally in agreement. What, what stones on the man? Um, for me, I will for go it. with a with a two up and and two down this week. Down, I'm gonna say Denise uh, resting on her laurels for another week. Uh, I, I guess maybe I don't know what she could have done, but um, it's on the onus is on yeah. her to figure it out. Uh, and while Michelle's episode had a lot of potential, <laughs> uh, it was mostly unfounded. Uh, but props to her for trying to make a move. Just. Just didn't come to fruition. Um, and then an up, Tony salvaging the Sarah relationship, calling the shots on another big vote. Uh, and Ben, um, I mean, give credit where credit's due, even if it was the most painful thing that's ever happened to him. He did work with Jeremy on a vote, work, uh, small W work, uh, and found an idol. So um, there's there's our two ups for uh, for the week. Um, Pat, do you want to give the folks a fantasy up? G?
1: Yeah, we'll do a brief one. A more detailed email to come, uh, but we do have movement in both our top and bottom three. So it's a big, uh, a big week. This is the first time in quite some time we've had that. I'll start at the bottom. Uh, Tim C still Jeremy holding. Didn't
0: play that advantage.
1: Ooh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll move. We'll move right past that. Uh, Tim C holding down the bottom. Uh, Vincent C in 29th place now. Drew S. You are out of the bottom three. Congratulations yeah, to you, Taylor A is now in our third to last place with no players left. So really, all we're looking for out of Taylor uh, is to get somebody to come back in and maybe make a uh, a strong 250 point surge towards the end of this game. <laughs> uh, but at the top, uh, we have a new introduction um, to our top three: Hannah H. Uh, also, special shout-out to Hannah because she emailed me and let me know that there was a flaw in my scoring system, so we got that sorted. Um, it, coincidence did, she's in the top three? Yeah, okay, that was my Can't question. say yes, can't say no, but I went back and checked. Everything's above board. It's deserved for Hannah. Uh, Jesse H. is in two. Um, in two, second place, <laughs> um, with 402.5 points. About 30 points clear. Of Hannah. And then 30 points clear of him, still in the number one position, Kevin W with three players left to go. Um again, I need Nick to outscore Michelle and Denise by now. Nearly a hundred points. Let me see you do it, Nick. I need some I need some individual immunity wins. Um, I need you to win the whole damn game somehow, I, uh, and I need those two of them not to be the final three. But I got a chance. Don't count me out.
0: Dan. I will not, and I will also say to to the listeners at home, rest assured uh, that this competition is on the up and up, and uh, and we, we do we do work with the incredible folks at Ernst and Young to uh, ensure that um, that all security protocols are are met. So I will be meeting with our representative over there to make sure there's no. Shenanigans on, on Hannah's side um, because who fell out of the top three? Was it? Sorry, I'm sorry. Was it Jesse? No, Drew. No, Jesse's still there. It was our it was our good friend Joseph W. Joey it was once synonymous
1: with second place. We um, hate to see it. Joseph Joseph took a hit. Joseph had um, Wendell and Kim, um, and then his remaining two folks are Denise and Nick, who have both been playing slower games post merge, uh, whereas people who have had Tony sarah uh those those people have really had an explosion of points recently tony's not in that many pools, and neither is sarah so we're we're actually down to um only about thirty percent of the of the 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 picks or the kind of the team the different tribes uh, are still active in the game um uh, our top four have all been eliminated kim Wendell natalie Ewell uh and then. Jeremy is actually the only person remaining in our top eight kind of distributed around um, Sarah and Ben are the the fewest picked who are still hanging in there so Sarah and Ben owners um, could be in a position for a, a, a surge towards towards the end of this game um, I don't know if too many people have them both but that would be that would be a that would be how you would chase down kevin w at the top but we'll see if anyone's got it in them Uh, i think Uh, no one has
0: more than three players left i think we got some someone with some closing speed so we we will see a more detailed update to come be on the lookout for that be on the lookout for us on the instagrams and the twitter's live during the episode uh until next time i'm devin he's pat we got nothing for you you bet